Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Pat Caputo along with the uh, webmaster Evan Jenkins here. It's time for our podcast, uh, Bustin' Balls. We love the name. We love the logo. It just makes you want to squeeze when you see that logo. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we're here. And, uh, look, uh, it's never too early uh, for the draft. And you say, well, Lions, heck, they haven't even had, uh, you know, training camp finish yet. They haven't even played a preseason game, all those things. Yeah, but, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, the college football season starting. And uh, players you should possibly look at. Some of them, you know, maybe you know about, obviously, quarterbacks. uh, But if the Lions are uh, not uh, going to be that bad this year, say they get to their projected win area, of uh, 6.5, uh, that puts them in the 8 to 10 spot when it comes down to the draft. And uh, assuming the Rams are going to be really good again this year, uh, they'll be bottom of the first round with the pick that they got in the Matthew Stafford trade. And how do you piece that all together? Now, uh, Evan, when I look at the Lions, uh, the first thing that I think of is, okay, I can see a serviceable offense. And I see some younger players on the offense. You know, running back who's relatively young and DeAndre Swift, a, you know, receiver that they drafted in Jamison Williams. So maybe that would take them out of, hey, you know, taking a, a premier receiver. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, I think they're going to sign him long term. Uh, offensive line, they've got uh, first round draft picks in three of the five spots and two other players that played well for them. So I don't see them going into the uh, offensive realm. But when I look at their defense, I see something that uh, if it were my faucet, I would get a plumber. (laughs) So uh, I think the Lions are challenged defensively. I know Aiden Hutchinson is really good, and uh, they took Paschal, although he's had some injury issues before he even gets started, Uh, and Joseph and some others on the defense. But uh, to me, uh, the bottom line is uh, they're going to have to look at defense. And there's two spots where I see – or three, actually – uh, they got a lot of needs, but inside uh, defensive tackle, 
Uh, if they're drafting eight to ten, you're you know the edge. If somebody's a really good edge rusher, they're going to be gone by then. Uh, and I look at cornerback. Uh, they got a lot of cornerback candidates. Nothing that's sure. And I still see safety as a possibility, and definitely linebacker, inside linebacker, a tough run stopper. Uh, if the Lions are going to have some problems this year, it'll be if teams run on them, and then you know they can start uh, just tucking it in there and throwing to uh, wide receivers. And you got to stop the run first. And I'm not so sure they're going to be that good at it. They were bad at everything defensively last year. So I got a couple guys. Uh, that I would look at. Now, you, I always come up with some guy, right? Sure. You You've know, been nailing every draft so far. But I'm not nailing this in <laughs> that this is necessarily. But there's one player that, to me, fits what the Lions need. Uh, well, two, actually, two. And I'm looking at – and I don't know what Elon McNeil is going to do this year. Uh, Uzarike's already had some injury issues in camp. Uh, but uh, Elon McNeil's a, a key factor for him. But uh, the rest of their nose tackle core, not so impressive, not so sure in the future, uh, falls definitely in the just a guy at best uh, category. So a lot will depend on this. But uh, the player that I like uh, is a kid who's at Baylor, and uh, his name is uh, C.K. Uku. Uh, his nickname is Apu. Yeah. Apu, that's what they call him, Apu. Uh, he's a 350-pound nose tackle, uh, transferred into Baylor after a couple years at LSU. And uh, very athletic, very thick. And uh, he reminds me a bit of Haloti Nada. You know, he had four or five sacks last year. Uh, he's going to be definitely first-team All-Pac-12. But to me, and he's, you know, he's not uh, somebody who is young. I mean, he's uh, fourth year, I believe, in college. Uh, but to me, somebody that uh, I would keep my eye on. Uh, because when I looked at these uh, interior defensive linemen, and there's some other good ones, uh, that's the one that really stood out to me. Huge. And a little bit off the radar because he's playing at Baylor. And I, you know, and wasn't off the radar at LSU, but the last year that he played there, they were off the radar. So uh, just looking at that, that's a player that I would look at, at you know, possibly – even in the 8-10 to 10 category, or if he slips later, I think there are probably some who have him as a first-round pick. This guy's a great football player. I love him. There's a, I have an interesting question Apu. about him in general because last year, you know, sitting on the draft board when they picked was Jordan Davis out of Georgia, right? right? Will they kind of regret that choice? Because you're right, their offense is in a better spot than their defense is, and we talk about that being a big need, especially with the Lions' defense going to a, what, a 4-2-5, that is. Right. So that defensive line is really going to have to step up because, you know, their, their linebackers are weak, which I'm sure you'll get into. But do you think that they'll regret making that choice of not taking Jordan Davis there? Uh, I don't know. You know, Jordan Davis to me was uh, a mixed bag. He mm -hmm. was a big name. Because he played in all these big games. And a big fella, too. And a big guy. This guy's bigger than Jordan Davis. This guy makes him look kind of small. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Jordan Davis is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> that might be an exaggeration. But this guy's a, an easy two, 350. All right? That's and he moves. Boy. And he can move. So uh, what I would tell you about it just in the short term is uh, people get enamored with players that they don't see. Mm -hmm. I mean that they see. 
uh, like Jordan Davis. You saw him over and over and over again last year. Sure. Uh, His name was mentioned over and over and over again. Uh, You screened a lot of calls at the time. So you know, uh, a lot of t- people wanted him with that Georgia pedigree. Yeah, and but no, well, they just knew him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Georgia's got a number of players, and we'll get into a couple of them here later that would fit into that category. Uh, but this guy is if for that big guy that you can't move out of there that can push the pocket, uh, especially if you had him in tandem with McNeil. That would help your linebackers a lot. Okay. And uh, that would help your pass rush, keeping things. Uh, you, you wouldn't be able to just cup the pocket and push, uh, you know, say Hutchinson's a great outside rusher and push him around the edge and then step up, things like that. That's going to be very important. And, uh, again, a lot of the great players don't come from Georgia, Alabama. It's kind of like a mixed bag of those really great is. players that came in. And uh, then people wonder, well, what about this guy? And what was he in college? This is a guy that uh, if he if he were right now at Georgia, would probably get a lot of attention. And uh, if he, to me, uh, he's like I said, man. Part of the thing I do on this is people ask, well, what's really happening other than just you know what uh, somebody's putting in their mocks? This is a player that I I, I looked at. And uh, said that this guy's really good. Uh, right now, we're heading into the season here. Uh, another player is Brian Barisi. Now, I, he had a torn ACL. And uh, if you want to have some fun, Evan, uh, go look in, on YouTube when Brian Barisi was in high school and check out his uh, a video. He was the number one prospect in the entire country, regardless of position, uh, coming into Clemson. Uh, last year tore an ACL, but he was a dominant player before he did that. Yeah, uh, his first year draft eligible. I assume his ACL will be fine. Uh, it won't be a problem. But uh, he's a dominant player that's going to go in the top ten if uh, everything checks out with him health-wise. Uh, 300 pounds, extraordinarily quick. Uh, one of the meanest uh, football players you'll ever find. In a different 300 pounds. He's more of like a, a Sioux body type right. than, you know. Um, a not a type. Correct. Type. Where he's fit and it's like you look at the guy like, wow, okay, he's 300 pounds, 6'5". Uh, he's he's nasty. Yeah. Right? He's a nasty uh, football player. Uh, Jalen Carter from Georgia uh, is another one. Uh, fits more into the Barisi type. Uh, excellent for an inside guy pass rusher. All right, uh, so that's a player that you need to look at as well. And, I, you know, how many of those guys will be still on the board at 8 to 10? I'm thinking at least one of them will be. Well, and, and this and year. somebody's going to flash out of those three, and you're going to hear a lot about them, like you heard about Jordan Davis. Well, and you got to figure in this year's draft, it's going to be quarterback heavy, right, with Stroud and Hall or what's Young, his, Bryce, Bryce Young. Young and and then you got Will Levis out of Kentucky, and you got all these guys. And then Will Anderson is obviously going to go probably top the edge five rusher as well, from Alabama, yeah. who everybody thought would have gone that one this year right. if he was able to come out. So you would think that the Lions are going to have their more options than a normal draft at for that position. if they're in a situation. And none of these players would be reaches, in my opinion. Sure, uh, like, you know how sometimes te- teams go; uh, they draft for position of need. Uh, uh, there's a possibility that all three of these guys. Now, that's the good news. Uh, the size thing for inside is there if they were trying to improve their defense. Uh, the bad news is uh, linebacker. 
you know, you talked all this time about N'Kobe Dean and, you know, these other lines. He didn't even get drafted that high, but there's a number of players that you get all excited about a yeah. linebacker. I don't, I don't see it as a great linebacker class. Okay. So inside linebacker, I would not – I'm talking about inside linebacker, not edge rushers, all right? Well, how does that change uh, just like with the Lions' different scheme? You well, know, they could use another edge rusher in a lot of uh, – uh, depend on how effective Hutchinson is. Okay. And a lot will depend on – you know, a lot of folks are have high expectations for Julian Aquora, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, maybe Harris, you know, will uh, flash again. So it depends on how that works out. And I'll get into a little bit about the edge rushers. There's one edge rusher – uh, that you got to keep your eye on uh, a great deal here that maybe people haven't thought that much about. Um, but the linebackers, uh, one of them is Penny Sewell's brother, Noah Sewell. Yeah. Uh, from Oregon. Uh, he's going to go late first round, early second round. He's a, just an outstanding all-around player. So uh, there's a player that possibly could go to the Lions. It's not like just because he's Penny Sewell's brother. Uh, he's smaller, obviously, uh, athletic, uh, thick. You know, he's got that, you know, body type uh, that's hard to move out of there, and he moves, and he's mean, and he's tough. So I uh, love him as a player. Another player that uh, I think is uh, going to garner some attention, he's one of the better players in the Big Ten. Uh, projected now as a second-round pick maybe, but it probably should be higher as Jack Campbell uh, from Iowa. Okay. It's a linebacker from Iowa who's just uh, just an outstanding player all around. Uh, he can play three downs. Uh, he can cover. He moves well. Uh, I think sometimes we, uh, we get this view of Iowa players uh, that are at skill positions that they're not athletic. You know, we tend to think that they got all a bunch of big tackles and tight ends and everything. But this kid uh, is a legitimate uh, starting linebacker in the NFL, and I think he might be uh, a star. So th- those are the two linebackers that I would look at in the draft. Uh, you mentioned Andrew Rusher since you mentioned that. A uh, player that I'd look at is a kid named Andre Carter the second. And uh, the, the weird part about him, he plays at Army. Okay. Uh, he uh, was uh, ranked with Aiden Hutchinson last year, just in every different uh, metric that you had uh, when it came down to edge rushing, uh, hurries, all those things. And uh, when he played against Power 5 competition, uh, his level of play maintained its highness. Now, there's always uh, risk uh, when you – and I don't – I'm trying to figure out what – you know, they've let some players go into. Yeah, some players have been able to go straight to the NFL, and then others they say you have to serve your two years or whatever it might be. No, but this Carter kid's a, a top ten pick. Yeah. He's about 260. God, that's crazy, isn't it? And uh, he's just a great football player. Yeah. Just a great football player, especially explosive around the edge. Definitely uh, disciplined, too, yeah. being there at West Point. Right. So this is somebody that, uh, you know, I would keep on in mind on the uh, edge rushers. Edge rushers always get kind of a, a little bit overblown. Uh, again, with when I look, I'm, I'm doing this right now before the Lions season, right? And when I'm looking at it, uh, to me, what they have needs for are inside strength defensively and, uh, you know, up the middle strength defensively in addition. They just really need everything defensively. Well, yeah, and and you mentioned with the linebackers, too. You see how many times them getting caught on a tight end and just getting burned by these other teams. And, 
you need athleticism, and it can't just be all downhill at, for a linebacker these well, days. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what the year-to-year improvement's going to be for Derek Barnes. Well, they're counting on him big time. Uh, you know, people are getting all giddy about um, Malcolm Rodriguez, the best linebacker prospect. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Break lines of heads and Zach Follett. Remember well, that? It's, it's, you know, well, with the Lions, you can always come up with an equivalent. It's yeah. so crazy, too, because Brad Holmes joined Stoney and Jansen yesterday morning or on uh, Tuesday morning. And he talked about Rodriguez, and he said what stuck out to him most was the special teams play that he had at Oklahoma State. And I'm like, are fans going nuts over a special teams player right now? Well, he's got the M.O. Uh, because he's very athletic. He was a wrestler in high school. And no, he, he, he can run, man. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what about uh, Rodriguez, Evan. Uh, you watched Oklahoma State last year. You knew who he was. Sure. His name was kind of – it would be like if you were to go to a game and they kept mentioning his name making the tackles over the PA system. He was really good. But, I don't, you know, I don't know how it's going to translate. And then there are Anzalone and I don't know what else. What else they got? I mean, there's not really anything. That's about it. And Anzalone is yeah, that's a guy that he would be a great backup. I don't know if he's necessarily a great starter right. at his age right now in the league. But you know, Dan Campbell loves him. Aaron Glenn loves him. They named him a captain last year. Right. So, but uh, like I said, uh, the two linebackers that I would identify uh, at this point: Jack Campbell from Iowa. You get a chance to see him. Uh, other than the Ohio State skill position guys, uh, Smith Najaba and uh, C.J. Stroud, and you probably put a couple other guys, and uh, Zach Harrison, their edge rushers, you know, got a chance, although I haven't been that impressed with them. And they got Paris Johnson, too, a really good tackle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I look at other Big Ten teams and other prospects, the one that I like that people aren't necessarily talking that much about is Jack Campbell from Iowa. And he is an inside linebacker, and he can play three downs. So uh, that would be somebody that I would, if if I were the Lions, I'd be watching it carefully. Um, the other uh, uh, position uh, to me is uh, obviously cornerback and safety. Uh, Lions got a lot of needs defensively. That's why we haven't gotten into the quarterback situation here. Um, but uh, the the best defensive back I think in the country. Uh, as far as an NFL prospect, is Antonio Johnson. Okay. Uh, he's at Texas A&M. Uh, he's going to go in the top dozen picks in the draft. If the draft were held today, he would go there. 
Uh, he's really big. Uh, he is projected maybe as a safety, uh, but plays corner a lot in their scheme uh, at Texas A&M. Uh, so he can, he can uh, mirror the receivers going down the field well. Uh, really big, 6'3", 205, really fast. He's going to run probably a sub 4'4". Uh, he's somebody and plays big-time competition uh, that I would look at. A uh, bit of a sleeper uh, for corners uh, is a kid named Garrett Williams uh, from Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse has got the worst pass defense. I've watched Syracuse play a lot because they had a couple uh, uh, players uh, that uh, the Lions, you know, were uh, particularly uh, uh, safety. I can't think of his name. He was with Jacksonville. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, Tristan Jackson from West Bloomfield. You had to watch him. Yeah, and, of course, <laughs> Emma Fuantu, who's on the yep. Lions now. Uh, but they're a terrible uh, scheme where they don't have press coverage. Uh, but Garrett Williams is somebody that could be, if you put him in a press coverage situation, be a really, really good uh, defensive. Uh, the guy's got a cool name. I'm surprised I can't remember. Jacksonville took him 64th overall. I know everything about him except his friggin' name because I'm drawing a blank. Uh, gosh. Um, I'll find it for you. Yeah. But anyway, just in that circumstance, uh, you know, that's somebody to look at. So those are, you know, the defensive guys uh, that I would say. Uh, I really like uh, the cornerback, uh, Kaylee Ringo, uh, from Georgia. Uh, again, Georgia's got a really good team. And what I like about Ringo is the combination of size and speed. And he's obviously been up against top competition, and he's been productive. Uh, he's another player that I would look at a great deal. And if you notice the theme here, it's pretty much a lot of SEC guys. Uh, Big Ten not as deep when it comes down to it. Do you uh, first off that guy's name is Andre Andre Cisco Cisco. There you go. And what about Joey Porter Jr. with Penn State? He's a guy that I've seen mocked at the end of the first round. I mean, we know his name because of his father and the pedigree that he has there. But do you like his game translating to the NFL? Could be. Okay. You know, uh, not where it flashes out. Where I would say must take him. Yeah, I mean, but I'm uh, at this point of what I'm doing. Uh, I'm giving you the guys because I've looked at a lot of this stuff. Got to sit here and watch during the year, right? And uh, yeah, I've had you know, it's obviously uh, the Tigers haven't been that entertaining. No? so every once in a while. No, you don't like boring flipped, baseball. So, <laughs> so I flipped to uh, you know, no, I've been doing a lot on this. Uh, the guys that have stood out. Yeah, uh, I've went and I've looked at. You know, and again, it's the early part of the process. But that's what's fun about it, though, right? Pat, is that we can start and we can do this. I mean, because who who is the quarter or everybody that we talked about last year with the draft? You know, like you mentioned, Nicole Dean. Sometimes here our eyes are on it because of the performance that he had in the last game that we watched was, you know, the Michigan game and then the national title game. So everybody's like, "Well, I saw what he did against my team. He can do it in the NFL." Yeah, but if you listen to this podcast, I know we we stray a little different than that. We did on Nicole Dean. Yeah, just, I mean, with his shoulder and everything like that. Well, but his size, too. Well, yeah, and he's 5'9", maybe. You know, he's a safety size. That wouldn't run. Also, like Kyle Hamilton, did you see him kind of getting torched? I know, that's been all over uh, All over, media. and even he went and talked about it. But that's another guy that was talked about as high as two right. in the NFL draft. So it's fun to talk about him early because you can keep an eye on these, ga- on these guys. And then when you see a Syracuse game, you're not automatically turning it off. Oh, I want to see this kid for a moment. That's right. what I like about it the yeah, most. Yeah, so I'm just uh, I'll go through the the names again just for you to look at, just to give you an idea. 
Uh, again, uh, we're projecting 8-10 to 10 for the Lions, 28 above uh, for their second first-round pick. We're talking specifically here. Uh, defensive tackles, uh, the best, I think, uh, it is a sleeper in this draft, is Siike uh, Uku. Uh, it, it, everybody calls him Apu. All right, so you'll hear that name, Apu, Apu, Apu. You'll start to hear that 350-pound nose tackle from him. Baylor. <laughs> uh, so if you get a Baylor game, uh, check that out. And then the other defensive tackles, uh, Brian Barisi from Clemson, who's number one uh, high school prospect in the country coming out. Want to have some fun? Check out his YouTube uh, videos. He's just picking up guys and th- literally throwing them. <laughs> uh, it was unbelievable. I don't even know how they let the kid play. It looked like uh, some uh, 20-year-old man. Unnecessary little... roughness maybe should have been yeah, called. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we're playing Little League football. Uh, he, he's been great in college, but he has an ACL base coming back from uh, Jalen Carter from uh, uh, Georgia, a great pass rusher for an inside guy. Keep that in mind. Um, talking about uh, secondary players, uh, Kaylee Ringo from Georgia, big, tall, uh, fast, athletic corner. Uh, and also Garrett Williams from uh, Syracuse, uh, who uh, has tremendous uh, press coverage skills. And uh, uh, looking at the, another uh, corner, or a safety could be either one, and I think he's the best defensive back prospect in this draft, is Antonio Johnson. Uh, they use him all over the place, but he's safety corner mm-hmm. uh, determination, but uh, from Texas A&M. So, and uh, looking at the uh, linebackers, uh, Noah Sewell's, uh, Penny Sewell's brother. Uh, he's not because he's Penny Sewell's brother. The kid is really legit. Uh, he's arguably and probably is the top inside linebacker in college football. And uh, the kid from Iowa, uh, Jack Campbell, a linebacker. So those are the defensive guys to watch here. Just kind of get on our early watch for the 2023 NFL Draft. Now, I did want to go over to the quarterbacks a little bit. I know we've uh, talked about in different situations. You know, okay, obviously Stroud, obviously Young. Uh, Will uh, Levis has gotten a lot of uh, play. Uh, so is Tanner McKee uh, from Stanford uh, because uh, there's been – he's a projected first-round pick in many mocks. And part of it's because Davis Mills has done so well. Right. If uh, Davis Mills were taken now, he would be a first-round pick without question. Uh, he's playing for Houston. He's their quarterback there. And he might be one of those uh, players that at the end of this year, everybody's going, oh, how come the Lions didn't take him? Uh, but he didn't go – I think he was a third-round pick. But uh, Tanner McKee is an older player uh, who spins the ball very well. He's older because he went on a Mormon mission for a couple years. Uh, and uh, came back. Stanford was terrible last year, uh, but this guy's really good in his ball placement. Classic NFL type player. Good athleticism, though. Not you know a statue back in the pocket. Not an injury issue or anything that's concerning. So he's you know getting a lot of play as a potential first round pick. Uh, another player to watch. Uh, a couple players that people go, ah man, I don't know, but. Uh, if I were if I were looking at the quarterbacks that could possibly emerge this year, and there are so many of them, Peyton Thorn, 
Uh, Sorry, I said that. Well, Peyton Thorne has been vastly underrated. He has been, but he's got a lot to prove this year. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he's an NFL. No, uh, I, I was just joking with no, him but I, yeah, of my yeah. fanfare. Well, I've seen uh, lists where he's not listed, and I'm like, really? I mean, he's, you know, he, uh, uh, Peyton Thorne or Cade McNamara, who would you rather have? I'd take Peyton. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're because of the deep ball in its own. Do you do you like Anthony Richardson from That's Florida? what I was going to say. Oh, okay. This is what I'm going to mention. Anthony Richardson from Florida. Is getting a lot of play. Tons. And because he's so athletic, he's accurate. They were under the radar last year. Uh, I can watch a pretty good game of him against Alabama uh, last year if you want to see a, a good look at him. Uh, and uh, I like him a lot, and I think he's being underrated. But there's so many quarterbacks. The other one is uh, Talala Tugavaluva. Oh, from Maryland? From Maryland. Uh He's been vastly underrated. I know his brother probably got overrated, but this kid's good. No, he really is. Yeah, he's got a turnover issue, all right, that's, you know, held him back. Uh, they, they're obviously a struggling program that's come on a little bit, but he's got a really good offensive coach. He's been in college for a couple years. He has athleticism. He has arm strength. Uh, he has some pretty good receivers here. And uh, Tua's uh, little brother is a better pro prospect than what people think. And uh, another player that nobody talks about, okay, is uh, as an NFL prospect, but is maybe the best quarterback in the country or maybe up there by the end of the year is a kid named Devin Leary uh, from North Carolina State. Okay. And uh, so uh, he's somebody that uh, really put up big numbers last year. So uh, he's somebody that's uh, kind of under the radar, but definitely uh, somebody that could pop this year. And, of course, you got Caleb Williams isn't going to be eligible for the draft, but he could have a good year. Jackson Dart is uh, at Mississippi with Lane Kiffin now transferred from USC. And, you know, the usual suspects that have been bouncing around college football, it seems, you know, like Caden Slovis is at Pitt replacing Kenny Pickett. Yep. And he was supposed to be first or second pick. With the transfer portal, uh, you've had a number of JT Daniels go from Georgia to West Virginia. Uh, from USC to Georgia to West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> it falls into uh, that category. Uh, 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 Dylan Gabriel uh, went from UFC, uh, U, yeah, UCF. UCF to uh, Oklahoma, uh, replacing Caleb Williams, and he's, he's going to put up big-time numbers there. Uh, and uh, you got to look out for the quarterback from uh, uh, Miami, uh, Tyler Van Dyke. Oh, they're really hyping him. Michigan State fans saw him a little bit last year when they played against him, but that was Derek King's team. Right. But and now that he's got the reins, I mean, I've seen a lot of hype about him. Yeah, he uh, has a chance uh, to be uh, outstanding. And there's quarterbacks all over the place. I mean, Oh, and I'm sure one's going to emerge that we're not even talking about. Uh, it happens every year, every right? year, and uh, some of these quarterbacks. That's Brennan Armstrong. You know, the ACC's got a lot of quarterbacks, but I don't know if they're because the league is so uh, poor at their pass defense. Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Uh, Brennan Armstrong is a left-handed quarterback at Virginia. He'll put up big numbers. Uh, there's quarterback, the kid uh, Jerovic, or however you pronounce his name, Phil Jerovic, or whatever. Uh, Will would definitely know his. Oh, uh, Boston College. Boston College kid. Transferred from Notre Dame a few years ago. It seems like he's been at Boston College forever. You know, he's got some pro uh, skills. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to pop, but you never know. Uh, so there are a number of uh, quarterbacks, not so much in the Big Ten, you know, unless uh, J.J. McCarthy 
uh, join Stroud up at that uh, you know higher level of, uh, list. But yeah, most it's Stroud and then everybody else. I mean, that kid sits back there and can pick you apart. And I mean, granted, he has some wonderful receivers and Smith and Jigba, and now Marvin Harrison Jr. coming in. Oh, they got all kinds of. guys. It's great. They're loaded. I mean, offense. It's, it's 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 ridiculous. I know. I'm I'm so. Ohio upset. State's ridiculous. We're only like thirty days away from the start of the college football season. And you know that's uh, one of the reasons that uh, you know I just wanted to you know get into it today. A little primer to get us. Little ready. primer, a uh, few names, you know, because uh, one of the things that's been good about this, and I think. Evan, you would concur, is that we have identified players before, you know, they became those names. Pat, I won't ever forget it, man. You mentioned even before four games into Michigan season that Aiden Hutchinson was going to be a top five pick. I remember seeing those comments, and I might have been one myself that said, you're out of your mind, Pat. He's not that good. And boy, did he show out, made a name for himself nationally, Sat there on the Heisman Trophy stage, like it, it's wild. So it's fun. It's fun to hear these names like beforehand. You know, I know back in the day when NCAA football was there, you identify it because of those kids in that game. But now it, it's a little different, and there's so many teams and so many moves, and and you're very good at keeping all that straight. So I'm excited for the season starting to watch some of these kids. And again, there's a lot of other great players that I didn't mention. That'll be in play at eight to twelve or uh, twenty-eight or above for the Lions' first two picks. Presuming that's where the Lions finish. But uh, again, you, if you look at it position specific compared to the actual skill, there's some great wide receivers. Uh, there always are every year, you know. So, uh, but that is I looked at defensive interior linemen and uh, spent a lot of time on that and linebackers today. So. Uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast, uh, Drafts, Prospects, and Future. Uh, you can get us on Spotify soon. Yeah. Uh, definitely on Apple iTunes. Definitely on uh, Google Play. And the yeah, Odyssey app. Odyssey app. Don't forget to download that. You can get everything we got, man. We're really rolling at Odyssey. And uh, I'm going to pop up a few columns up there. And I got to have a lot of stuff up there myself. So in addition to our podcast. and. Uh, Appreciate you listening. Appreciate Evan coming in and doing it. And uh, oh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.